Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I am so excited to have you here. We'll be here for about 30 minutes of your time. And in that 30 minutes, we're going to make you a smarter and more educated sports better. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the show. Please head on over to playup.com. Check it all out. Sign up and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. We got the wolf in the house. What's happening, dude? Flashlight, my man. What's happening? Oh, I've been great. You know, I, I tell you, this this sports betting world has blown up since mm-hmm. the last time you've been here. Uh, they started. They've allowed. They're allowing people to wager online in New York. You know, you see the Twitter complaints all the time about being limited, and mm-hmm. the one thing that I'm having a hard time with is because uh, I wanted to bring that up on this show or on any one of my shows this week, is what is the rollover rate for these free bets that these companies are giving out? And the only ones I can find that's posted is that play-up. <laughs> that's it. No, I've, I've written to Caesars now five times, trying to find out what is the requirement to withdraw if you're winning with the free bets. And no one seems to yeah. want to tell me. I wonder why that is. Well, there's a lot of shenanigans going on. We know that, Phil. And, uh, you know, I've said many times, there's, especially when you talk about, like, what I call the trading card or states. I don't think I've gone over this before, but, like, you know, states that are uh, in in the areas where where the, 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 the population is just more uh, in tune and it's more germane to be uh, a financial trading type uh type situation or, or area and obviously new york is the financial trading capital of the world connecticut is the hedge fund capital of the world uh, uh suburban philadelphia is the mutual fund capital of the world new jersey is right in the middle of all that so the states that i call in the trading card are you know new jersey delaware pennsylvania new york massachusetts connecticut um and then i i also say that about uh you know, Northern Illinois, because that's where Chicago is. That's where the SIBO is, the CME that, you know, the, uh, that's a huge financial hub there as well as Southern Florida. Cause you have so many, you know, New York and New Jersey and Pennsylvania transplants down there. And in those States, those areas, um, people have had the same bookmaker for generations, you know, they get, they get passed down from generation to generation. Right. And everybody I've, everybody I know, whether they, you know, from back home and in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, I mean, they've had a local who's been using, who's been giving them access to, to an internet sports betting platform for over 20 years. 
and they have no reason to move to these these kind of these other operations that you know are going to give you terrible markets and they're not going to they're not going to honor uh, you know uh, winners and they're going to they're going to selectively limit or or ban winners and they're going to be shady with the rollovers with the the promotions and all that they they really have no reason to change over to something like that and that's why I don't think it's uh, for the most of them part of them they're just running a a bad business model and people have why leave a trusted you know local that you have that that gives you you still there yeah you you cut off i have a i have a put saying i have a poor connection you still there uh, yeah of course i'm still here so anyway you know something here's the deal if a website a sports betting website can't tell you a what the playover playthrough or rollover rate is for these free bets or these bonuses and b if they don't have posted limits on their site clearly where anyone can find them, then it's probably best to vote with your feet and go somewhere where they have that. Or And that's the thing. That's the thing, too. They're spending so much on advertising, you know, that, that uh, you, you get a lot of locals. And like I said, my opinion is that eventually just because of the way the laws are written, it's going to be – uh, it's going to be the big broker dealers going to come in there, and but uh, you, you get you get a lot of these uh, companies that might be getting new um, kind of low hanging fruit neophyte types that'll 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 bite for their, all this advertising that they're spending on, and they're going to see it's it's really not a a quality product. It's a shady business model, and they're either going to go to a local. Or they're going to wait for it to go into a different kind of structure. Well, I don't see a different kind of structure happening anytime soon. But yeah. that 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 being said, vote with your feet. There's too many unsuspecting betters out there who think they're getting a break, like with these uh, odds boosts. You know, there's a rollover rate involved in that. There, the sports sure. books. I, I can tell you this, and I watched the guy who invented them in the modern day United States. I watched him do this up close and personal. And I'm going to tell you right now, nobody gives you jack squat. No, nope. no credible bookie is going to do much for you without a string attached. And that's just the way it is. And if they want to limit you or they want to do this or that, then you got to find somewhere else to go or just leave it be then. Because in the end, you're going to lose. Though, yeah, and, and the thing about it is that that's like I always talk about the British model. You know, the British model, it consumed itself because it was it was, became a social pox. Somehow they convinced the British people that it, you know, that this, these, this marketplace, which is it's a securities marketplace. So they convinced them that it's a negative, it's, it's a recreational activity that you're supposed to lose and they bet against them the people as a principle and they say oh it's okay it's just it, this is recreational you're supposed to lose to us just so because we give you the privilege to be able to have this uh, distraction this like this fun and games type thing and uh somehow they they convinced the the british people to give them stockholm syndrome to think that that's how it's supposed to work and and they're trying now to bring it over here with that nonsense and it's just junk and it's not going to work i'm sorry 
Well, it, you know what? But it does work, and, and it's taking a lot of money. But listen, I don't know a single that's human why, being. That's why, in Brit- that's why in Britain it became such a social ill, because if you go into a place, whether it be a casino, which is, you know, uh, it's just negative edge on its face because of time, and, and that's how it works. You're going to lose eventually, uh, except blackjack's a little bit different. We won't get into that right now. But uh, Or horses, which it, the, the hold rate is 25 to 50 percent so you're obviously not going to win there or now or the, the british model of sports where you know they kick you out if they if you win they give you terrible markets and you really can't win there because they say it's only recreationals are allowed if not if you win then you're a card counter and blah 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 so that's gonna because they're all just losing propositions where you can't you cannot win the only people that they're ever going to really attract are problem gamblers that want to lose as masochists because if you win you the you know winning is like kryptonite to a problem gambler so if that's the way that they're gonna if that's their business model and that's the only people they're gonna end up attracting that's probably true too i don't know what's gonna happen but i do know this what is going to happen hopefully we never know with this covid situation and yeah. how the world has changed. But we have four football games this weekend. It's divisional weekend. I'm looking forward to the conference championships because I'm going to be in Vegas for that. But anyhow, Bengals, Titans. What is the Wolf Line saying about the Bengals and the Titans? Because there are Titans are a three-and-a-half-point home favorite and a total of 47. What is it saying? I thought we were going to do the NBA game first. But oh, oh, I'm sorry. To... That's okay. You know what? We can do the NBA game. Let's go ahead. We have a game tonight. The Pelicans are taking on the Knicks. There's only three games on Thursday night. And New York is a four and a half point home favorite. And it's a two and a two hundred and nine and a half point total. What's the wolf line saying? Because I have a few things to say about it too. Okay, once again, the, the wolf line is objective, quantitative data, so it's only saying what I perceive it to say, my subjective interpretation, and just like any other discipline, whether it be medicine, surgery, or uh, geology, or something like that. We're talking about an art based on science, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is art, subjective art, based on science. In this case, math with a philosophical foundation. Gotcha. That's where the wolf line comes from. So we're going to do our art based on the science here, Uh, the math. And I'm looking at the, the, as you know, with the with the newsletter. The newsletter is doing a great job, by the way. The only financial trading, sports betting newsletter in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, it's getting a huge uh, positive response, as it should. And uh, I want to thank you for uh, all your work on that. And I think we're doing a, a great job for people. It's it's great because it's just like about a five minute read in the morning. You get. You get everything you need to know on what's going on during the day from a fundamental and a technical uh, perspective, and and you can have a cup of coffee or a, you know a uh, a bowl of oatmeal or something like that, and you read the you read it like you read even their morning paper. It gives you everything you need very quickly, concisely, and you you earn while you learn, right? Mm-hmm. So getting back to the to the Pelicans and the Knicks, you know that the way I go about it. There's three different forms of analysis on the uh, on the Wolfline platform. You got the alerts, and you got the indicators, and you got the charts. And you know the charts 
measure just like a technical analysis chart like you see on uh, you know the commercials that are talking about crypto or stocks or foreign exchange or whatever it's the same type of thing and we get we get those charts and the charts is where uh, leads to the indicators and then the indicators leads to the alerts so I look for alerts first and then I look for the in at, at the indicators and then finally I'll look at the charts so for the Pelicans at the Knicks right off the bat quickly I just scan it and I see no alerts in the 20 or the 24 period study uh, I'll even click on show all alerts uh, and you know it only has a, a red and a yellow in the one and the two period which doesn't even qualify for uh, either the default so I have no alerts and in terms of the indicators and again I have this set for correction trading which is buy low sell high so uh, I look and I see in the 24 period study zooming out it's a 0, 0.00 like we talk about all the time uh, Phil you know these are these relationships are shorter term inefficient longer term efficient 0, 0.00 on the indicator is as efficient and fair as you can possibly get uh, so when you're a trader you're looking for volatility and you're looking for inefficiencies um, in the uh, in the four period and the eight period we have a 0 0.50 that is pointing towards the pelicans plus the four and then we got a 0 0.33 or I'm sorry 0 0.3 oh yeah 0 0.33 in the 12 period and then it continues to fade down to a 0, 0.00 in the 24 period like I said there so that's not tremendously significant either so at this point now I have to go to the charts the charts were at parity uh, so in the 20 period the, the, the lines are together they're, they're they meet in the in the uh, in the current study right now so they're right at the zero level both teams in their uptick, downtick, uptick, downtick, uh, over adjustment, under adjustment type uh, pattern that we see. And the reason why I'm going to be buying the Pelicans here is because their zero level is a significant level of support. You can see there where we always talk about the floor and the ceiling, the floor and the ceiling. And we see that the, the Pelicans are in a floor scenario, which is a buy signal support level for people that have technical analysis terminology that they're aware of so I'm gonna buy the Pelicans right there and then you see that the uh, against that the Knicks are at a little ceiling level which is called a resistance level at the zero level so at the zero uh, price level so I'm gonna sell them so because of that I'm gonna be buying the Pelicans and I'm gonna be selling the Knicks and sometimes as you know especially when there's a high total uh, and, a, and a fairly reasonable spread. Uh, if there's a signal for me to, to be buying a particular side on the, uh, on the spread, I, I also go on the money line because when there's such a high total like that, um, points mean less. We talked about that's options theory that we won't get into. But uh, this time I'm just going to stick with the Pelicans plus the four and uh, leave it at that. That sounds good. So I'm going to do it the other way here. Um, right. For you sports-minded folks that need this kind of information, and I'm willing to give it to you. 
The Pelicans over their last four games are 1-3-0 against the spread as the away team. Uh, their last 11 games, they've lost They've lost 11 games this season by at least 10 points or less. They've blown six double-digit leads this season. They are a dumpster fire on both ends of the floor. Bottom 20 or bottom 10 in points scored, points allowed, and they're 7-16 and 16 against the spread as the away team this season. The Knicks are coming off a bad loss at home by two points to the Timberwolves. That was embarrassing to them. They're 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five in the Garden. And they are 11-13-0 against the spread this season at the Garden. They did have some problems early because, you know, they were rotating players and doing their thing and they missed a few things. But that defense is humming. And that defense is allowing a fifth best or allowing the fifth least amount of points per game. They're at home. The Pelicans are a dumpster fire. They're about to get burnt. If they were a piece of paper, I'd throw them in the in the trash bin and light yeah. them on fire. I'm going to take the Knicks minus four and a half. And this 209 and a half point total, guess what? We're going to have to play that under because the Pelicans are a dumpster fire and they're playing against a team that isn't very good offensively but seems to be better defensively. They'll cover the spread, New York, and it's going under 209 and a half. Nice. Wait a second. I didn't know that it moved the four and a half. I was taking I was taking four. Forget about it. I'm gonna go to your wherever you're getting your execution. I'm gonna take it at plus at plus four and a half. Yes, play up sports I'm, and that's I gotta get my I gotta get a better execution than that. Some of those lines are like that. And, and that's the thing. So you have you gotta to shop around. That's man. right. You gotta point shop. Now I took this line from uh play up sports. Because, quite frankly, Play Up Sportsbook sponsors the show. And you know what? We usually use their lines. So the end of the story is now we both are on the same page with the Knicks. Because that half point, whether you're looking at it from a trading no, aspect. I like, I like the Pelicans. I said plus four and a half. Plus four and a half. We oh, disagree. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. The Pels plus four and a half. Perfect. Okay. If we're allowed that we're allowed to disagree. That happens all the time. All the time. I don't mind it either, because you know I, I do pretty good when I disagree with you. So, <laughs> so I mean, on this show anyway. So, end of the day, we've got these That's games. A low blow, man. Well, I was hot. Remember when we first started? I went off like what five and zero or something. And that cushion has helped. I've been. I, I, I've been. And, I don't. I don't think I had. I've had a losing week since I've been on your show. Never, never, never. You were four and one last week. The one loss that sucked. I think it was a football spread or something. But yeah, follow the you got to follow Wolf. That's what you do. He's usually right. So this time we disagree. That's good. That's what what makes the world go around sometimes. But That's we've right. got these games for Saturday and Sunday. And if I don't care who you are, if you've got an account in a sports betting shop, more than likely you're going to throw a few shekels somewhere this weekend. So what is the Wolf line saying about the games this week? Which ones do the wolf line like? Well, thankfully, with the platform, I can just because there's you know there's so many games uh, up uploaded on the site right now I know. Uh, that are in the queue that uh, you know with all the college basketball and the NHL and the NBA and the foot the, you know the NFL and when we get the other feeds coming in where it's all the international leagues, forget about it. I mean, there's going to be over a thousand leagues. Uh, it's good that I can just go to Real quickly, just just click on the uh, the little feature up there where it says 
choose your sport, choose your league, boom, boom, boom. And I just chose NFL and it immediately just shows me the NFL results, the NFL analytics. So because of that, um, you know, that it makes it very efficient uh, as far as uh, navigating around the site. So that's good. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I told you that I only had a feeling uh, or a, uh, any, an impetus for trade on a, a couple of these, but because the NFL is such a tight market you and you see so few uh, alerts, as mm-hmm. I was saying before, alerts, right. indicators, then charts, uh, you know, we do have <laughs> a yellow alert in the five period and where that, that might sound to be. Uh, not very much. It it actually is significant in the NFL, especially in the playoffs, because it's so liquid and so tight and so quickly correcting. And then you know uh, we have that yellow alert for the Titans uh, in being an oversold or or overly cheap territory, which would mean that the Bengals were an overbought or an overly uh, expensive territory. So we see that, and then we see the indicator. In the six period, 0.67, seven period, 0.57, eight period, 0.75. So that's almost that's almost a yellow alert, a significant alert in the eight period. So the more I look look at this, the more I like the Titans um, with the data that that the Wolfline data is showing me my subject, subject, subjective uh, interpretation of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, so I'm gonna take the, uh, I'm gonna take the, the Titans and lay the. Uh, I'm seeing three and a half. Is that? Yeah, what that's what I've got too. Yep. Yeah, I'll take the Titans there. Okay, that's an interesting game for me. You know, one of the things that I appreciate about the Bengals is how well they cover on the road, six and two and zero, oh, and that's a pretty good number, honestly. Mm-hmm. One of the things about the Titans that I appreciate is Derrick Henry because he's a massive, massive runner, and the way he throws his uh, stiff arms and knocks guys down—that's a beautiful thing. That's old school, right there. That's the stuff when we yeah. were coming up. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Before yeah. they changed the rules and made it tough yeah. on things. Yeah, yeah. When, when, and when a guy like that gets to the second level, and then especially the third level, those those little cornerbacks uh, aren't really, uh, you know, very excited to uh, to put a, a a hat on that that guy, and it's probably going to be cold, so <laughs> they really don't want to. And uh, you know, there aren't many Steve Atwaters or uh, Derek Fulchers out there anymore, really. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with that, but that's that's a fundamental issue. And remember, I'm just the technicals guy. So. Right. Yeah. So my thing too, another thing that I appreciate about the Bengals is they just cover seven three and zero over the last ten. Mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel, the coach of uh, Tennessee, he could be the coach of the year. He's done a great job because if you remember when Derrick Henry went down, they really didn't miss a beat. That being said, they have a very a below average passing defense. That's not going to be good because this Burrow kid for Cincinnati, he chucks, man. He chucks it, and he's got some big-time talented receivers that can haul it in, like Jamar Chase. I'm not mm-hmm. ready to make a move on this game yet. I need another day. I want to see the line go. I would love to play Tennessee, though, but I can't play th- minus 3.5 or minus 7.5 only because of a rule I have, and that's, you know, they're too close to those key numbers of 3 and 7. It's too easy. 
for Cincinnati to cover in this one at that number. So I'm waiting to see what happens with that number. But outside of that, I like what the Titans have done this season, 6-3-0 at home against the spread. Amongst a major issue when you lose a guy like Derrick Henry, a herder. But I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet with this. But one thing I, I pretty much can guarantee you, that if that number stays at 47, I will likely play the under in that game. Well, we have a... Um, not that I'm trying to rain on your parade there or anything. We have a we have a yellow alert in the totals for the five period, and, and it's not as significant when it's the totals for the NFL because it's not as liquid, it's not as narrow of a market or thick of a market right. as we spoke about. So we got a little signal for the over. Okay. With a negative uh, 0.80 uh, indicator, negative 0.67 in the six. Uh, it's not as significant of indicators as the, uh, the the spread. I don't think it's any reason to make a move on my part. It might be, as I was telling you before, you know, you could use the product kind of as a defensive uh, as a defensive tool to where you could say, well, I kind of like this side, but, but, you know, there's, this is shading to, uh, the opposite side, uh, of the market with the technicals. So maybe I'll stay away from it. You could, there's many ways you can use it, but, uh, I don't have a strong opinion there. I'll just, like I said, I'll take the, I'll take the Titans right here. Minus three and a half. I think that the Bengals are short term, uh, overbought and just too expensive right now. And you know, that's a fair, that's, then that's fair. Three and a half is too many, you know, um, We'll yeah. see, though. We'll see. I want to wait and see what the line moves, and I'll be interested to see what the wolf line says tomorrow when I wake up. Now, it's going to say the same thing. <laughs> okay. It's not going to change no matter if there's injury reports? No, or... no. It doesn't, none of that changes. All, all right. gets digested by the market. Okay. Perfect. Now, you said you had one other – what other game did the wolf line like? Why don't we just talk about the games that the wolf line likes? Because I have, I have stuff for every game. So what do you – Okay. Yeah, so what is the wolf line saying about – what game does the Wolf line of the four like the most? I don't think it's the Tennessee, though, is it? Or no, it? that's not that's not the most. Uh, they're all pretty. They're all pretty tepid. It's not you know. It's not like a tremendous uh, skew towards any of them really right now. But uh, the Tennessee indicators, I didn't you know being being at the zero point seven five in the eight period. That's pretty. That's pretty significant. Um, we do have. A three-period orange alert and a five-period yellow alert for the Packers now that are down to, I see, minus five and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Laying uh, the Packers are six, I, I believe, still. But go ahead. I'll okay. look it up. I'll look it up uh, while you do your thing. Okay. I'm seeing minus five and a half. So so that's okay. And then, I, you know, uh, again, this isn't, this isn't back up the Brinks truck area, but I uh, – even though, and I'm a little conflicted, like I said, because San Francisco, as you know, I had San Francisco on the money line. Yes, you did. Dallas. That was a great hit, by the way. That was fantastic. Because yeah, they broke, thank you, uh, because they broke that level of positive two resistance, and they were kind of uh, in a situation where they had a lot of room to the upside, and Dallas was all the way up at, at the positive 10 level. And they had a little uh, double resistance up there. So I thought there was a lot of room to the downside for Dallas and ended up being true. Um, Green Bay, when you look on the chart, they have a, they're have they at a at a at what I call a bullish or an upside uh, support level at positive eight. 
and now San Francisco is up to positive four. And like I said, in the short term. So in summary, I will take the Packers here. I'm seeing minus five and a half based on the technicals. Uh, you know, again, not a back the Brinks truck up type of situation, but I do like the Packers. So at this point, we're looking at the Titans minus three and a half and the Packers minus five and a half. We got two chalks there apparently, but in my opinion, they are cheap chalks, which I, I talk about that term cheap chalks, meaning, you know, you can be a favorite or a dog and be overbought or oversold. Doesn't matter. That's not what we're concerned about. The price is the price made by the markets. And in this case, the first two games, uh, I'm on the side of the favorites. That sounds good. Now, the Packers are 7 1 and 0 against the spread this season at home at Lambeau. Yeah. They have won all eight of their games straight up at home. They have only committed 13 turnovers on the season. That's not bad for seven, 18 game, or 17 games. In fact, that's pretty good. They're ninth in yards allowed. They are in the top six, I believe, in takeaways with 25. And it's going to be cold and windy on Saturday night. The 49ers are probably going to miss Bosa. He's out. That's a big deal on that defensive line. And they've had 17 takeaways. They're third in yards allowed, though. A lot of that has to do with that defense, that Bosa kid, and a couple others working in tandem. Well, that's not going to happen this time because this young fella is out. The playup has the Packers at a, as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm with you all the way on that because I don't trust the 49ers. I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo, an interception waiting to happen. Every time he drops back to pass, I'm thinking, should I make a live wager that he throws an interception? Uh, so I can't trust that. That number 47 is way too high for a windy night. So my best play is the, is the under here. The Packers and the under. Well, you know, you have it pulled up right now. So we come right back to this common theme. You look at the totals. What do you see with the indicators for the 20 period? We're at 0, 0.00, right? Um, I don't have that up. Because it, it, I have a problem shifting from game to game still and, and keeping up. Ah, so basically, okay. I just have my fundamental analytical notes here for these contests. Oh, I got you. Well, you know that when, well, when, you're, when you're on there, you can just hit uh, next game. And there's a little, whether it's on, uh, on the um Right, right. It's at the top. Absolutely. The Absolutely. You just, go, you just sift right through them. So last anyway, week it dropped. So I said, ah, yeah. I don't want to get yeah. a drop because we had a drop already because of this silly internet. But now what yes. else is the wolf line saying? So the wolf line's giving you a Titans minus three and a half. And the wolf line is giving you the Packers minus three and a half. What's minus five and a half. or minus five. five and a half. I'm sorry. What's what's next for you? Uh, I cannot in good conscience say anything about the Rams and the Buccaneers. They, in every sense of the word, they are, uh, they are too fair to me. Mm -hmm. uh, the markets are just – there's nothing for me to do. I'm, I don't have any uh, confidence that there's any irrationality that I can get – I can exploit. So because of that, I'm going to pass completely on that game. But for the last one, uh, the Bills and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. There's actually two things I can do here. Okay. Uh, 
the Bills and the Chiefs. We got the Bills plus two at the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it's kind of the uh, a battle of who the <laughs> who the public loves more. They love both of these teams, actually. Right. So, uh, but what we see in that we we see in the in the spread market or what we call the price action market, like pairs trading. We uh, we don't see any alerts in the in the default time period of the twenty period of the twenty period uh, high uh, higher liquidity uh, more liquid uh, faster correcting markets that we have it set for, but we do see um, in the charts we see the bills up against a significant level of a double, what's called a double top resistance here level here at, uh, let me just see exactly to make sure it looks like it's at, at the positive three level. So again, that's the, that's the, the ceiling. We're selling ceilings and we're buying floors for the most part in mm-hmm. the charts. So because of that, we're going to sell the bills here at that ceiling at the negative three, or I'm sorry, at the positive three level, that's a, that's a sell signal. And when we're selling the bills, that means by definition, in the market duality relationship market, we're going to be buying the Chiefs. So we're buying the Chiefs there at minus two. There you go. Because you know something? You never bet against the home team, especially with the explosive offense that they have when they are three-point favorites or less. You never do that. Because you, you figure that the home team is going to win by a field goal. And Mahomes, he can't, he's coming off a five-touchdown passing day. The Bills are much better against the pass than they are against the run. And the other team, the Chiefs, are better against the run versus the pass. Thing is, the Bills have a very good offense running-wise behind Josh Allen. He's coming off five touchdowns. They're 5-3-0, they being the Bills against the spread as the away team. The Chiefs, 5-5-0 against the spread at home. It's going to be a great game to end the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Wolf's not going to watch it unless I push him to. Uh, no, he's not going to watch it, but I will be with my big pizza and my extra large iced tea and we're going to be excited. That was great stuff today, man. Thank you so much for being here. Well, dude. hold on. I got one more for you. Oh, you got one more. You got a total. We're not, I'm not letting you out of here just yet. Okay. You're not getting away from me that easy. Okay. Fire away. So, I'm, I'm looking and I, like I said, this is alerts are, are very hard to come by at this point, uh, for the most part. Uh, because of the liquidity situation, so we got we got an orange. We got a, something happen in the totals. We got an orange alert for the under in the five period. We got a yellow alert for the under in the seven period. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I go out to show all periods, you know that feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we can we see a a .50 for the under in the eight period, and then what we see is one of those little little. Uh, uh, glitches or little little situations that I like to accentu- accentuate here mm-hmm. uh, with uh, 0.67 in the uh, for the under uh, in the nine period and a zero, uh, 0.60 in the ten period. So kind of seeing increasing from uh, from eight to nine uh, that indicator, and I, that's interesting to me. So. Because of that, uh, that's impetus for me to 
get on the under okay. based on the indicators and those two little alerts. And now if I look at the chart, we see that, yeah, recently we have a short-term big set, uh, big uh, rally, significant rally in the totals. So we're up at a positive four level in the totals on the Wolf Line uh, chart. And that's enough for me to sell the uh, the over. Basically, I'm selling the over, so I'm buying the under. That's how that works. So I'm going to take the under um, 53 and a half. Yeah, it's 54 and a half now. 54 and a half, that's even better. Oh, yes, that's much better. That is much better. I'm sorry, it's uh, at 54. It just dropped on my thing, too. But that's okay. 54 is better than 53 maybe somebody heard. Maybe somebody heard me and, and, and quick hit the market. Could be. Could be. Wasn't <laughs> me. Wasn't me. I don't have that pl that possibility to do that just yet. I have to do it on my phone because, you know, these shit shows can't even figure out how I can play daily fantasy sports without a Geo Tracker or an installed Geo Tracker. But yet I can't play off the desktop. But that's another day and another issue. All right, man. Great stuff today. Well done. Yeah, just just review what I what I what I got here. Uh, we got uh, we got the Pel. I said the Pelicans uh, plus four and a half uh, on the NBA tonight. That you wanted to talk about because you're watching the game. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be watching the game, but uh, we got the Titans minus three and a half. Right. Mm -hmm. We got the Niners minus five and a half. Yep. We got the Bills. I'm sorry, we got the Chiefs minus the two, and then we got the under, under 53.5, or as you said, 54. I'll take that as a better execution. There you that go. That'll matter, but I'll take it anyway. And, and, and the rest of us, we refer to those as totals. Great stuff today. Yes. Don't forget, folks, to follow Wolf over on Twitter at QuantWolfLine. And don't forget to sign up for the Wolfline Sports Trading Newsletter. You can do that at Betstamp. That's who tracks all our picks for the show for the and for the Wolfline, as it's a collaboration between the Phil Nation Show and the Wolfline. You can do that at Betstamp.app. We want to thank PlayUp.com for sponsoring the show. PlayUp.com, PlayUp Sportsbook. Head on over there, sign up for an account, and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly, Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.